Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Tuesday, July 6th, 2021. We know that the Christian life is not unopposed. Scripture makes it clear it's not an easy thing. But thankfully, the difficulties of the Christian life, we are not left to figure out for ourselves. And today we're going to get help with one of those difficulties in particular, and that is the difficulty of temptation. Now, in the Christian life, we are going to have to deal with temptation. God has told us what to do, and we are going to be tempted. Uh, again, by combination of our, our flesh and the world and the devil are going to call us to not do what God wants us to do and to give into our desires or the pressures of the world or just the will of Satan for our lives. And that is something that is not going to stop until we are with Christ in glory. So to sum up the intro, you are going to be tempted every day for the rest of your life. Don't you want some help in learning how to deal with it? That's why I'm thankful for what we're going to look at today in Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 13, as we look at the temptation of Jesus. Now, on one on the one hand, we should give thanks for this passage and really for the life of Jesus Christ that he never gave in to temptation. And so one thought we should have as we read this passage is, thank God that Jesus passed the test. Uh, Praise God that Jesus succeeded where I failed. Praise God that Jesus succeeded where Adam failed. And that I can have forgiveness and righteousness because of what Jesus Christ did. But I think the passage offers us much more than that. I think it, in some ways, is a masterclass on how to deal with temptation. And so let's look at it now, Luke 4, 1 through 13. And it talks about Jesus uh, being full of the Holy Spirit, being led by the Spirit into the wilderness for 40 days, being tempted by the devil. And he ate nothing during those days. And when they ended, he was hungry. Now, I don't know about you, but I find that days where I'm hungry, or maybe if you think about days where you're lacking sleep, it seems like all kinds of temptation maybe even just seems more difficult. You think of the idea of the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Well, when you're hungry or you're tired, sometimes the flesh even feels weaker. Yet it is at this point that Jesus faces uh, temptation. And and there's the three temptations, one to turn uh, the stone into bread. Uh, There's the temptation to that all the kingdoms of the world will be given to him. And then the temptation to jump off um, the, the pinnacle of the temple. All of these temptations. And some have tried to connect these to the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. You know, I want the bread, uh, that kind of lust of the flesh. Oh, I want the, ooh, the kingdoms of the world look so shiny. I will, I want that, the lust of the eyes or the pride of life of just being reckless and, and jumping off the temple and, and, and getting this 
attention to yourself and testing the Lord God. And so you see similarities probably in lots of these things, two ways that we are tempted. Although I don't think any of you can say you've been tempted to turn a stone into bread or that you've been tempted to um, bow down and worship Satan in in exchange for all the kingdoms of the world, or that you've been tempted to jump off the pinnacle of a temple that has been destroyed for almost 2000 years. And so these exact temptations, um, will not be the same as what you are going to face today, but there there will be similarities. You will be tested to te- tempted to test God today. You will be tempted to think you need something more than God today, like Jesus being tempted by uh, to turn the stone into a bread. You will be tempted to give in and to compromise with the world in order to gain something from the world. But in all these, we see Jesus respond victoriously. We see Jesus do the right thing. And as has often been noted, you notice that Jesus responds to all three temptations with scripture. And maybe if there's one simple takeaway for you to take from this masterclass in temptation today, it is that to fight your temptations with scripture. Here we are in the middle of another week, uh, and many of the temptations you face, you know what they are. It, many of you, that, or many of us really, the, the temptations we face, they, they can vary, surely, but some, there are a few temptations that come to mind. Are you armed with scripture to fight those temptations? Remember, it is in the armor of the spirit in Ephesians 6, where it talks about the, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. This is the weapon God has given us to use in the spiritual battle. Are you trained to use it? And even very practically, I would encourage you to, whether it's just from your revival from the Bible reading, to take a verse saying, hey, this is the verse I want to focus on today. And when I am tempted to complain, when I am tempted to be anxious, when I am tempted to lust, I am going to come back to this verse today. Or or there might be specific temptations where you want to memorize some specific verses to arm you against those temptations. But I want to encourage you to learn from Jesus and to wield scripture against the temptations in your life. Now, as we think about growing in holiness, it's going to involve battling against temptation. And that thought also is going to connect as we look at Galatians chapter 3 verses 1 through 14. And again, remember the point of Galatians, we are saved by faith, not by works. Uh, But we see here some pretty strong words at the beginning of Galatians chapter three, where it says, oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? It was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. Let me ask you only this. Did you receive the spirit by works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish Having begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? And really an idea that not only are we saved by faith, we are sanctified by faith. And that even connects to what we were just talking about with temptation. And you need to remember, Paul is certainly not saying that sanctification is not going to require effort. Uh, remember, he's arguing against the people saying, hey, we need to keep these external ceremonial aspects of the law in order to be sanctified. And he's saying, no, these external uh, aspects of the law, they're not what sanctify us. It's faith that does that. And he gets into then talking about the example of Abraham, the righteous shall live by faith. 
And so really, when we compare this passage to what Jesus did and how we should handle temptation, it is not wrong for us to say, hey, you need to be ready to fight against temptation. And even and it's talking about being perfected by the spirit and continuing in the spirit, right? Using the word the spirit gave us to fight sin. That, that is a great application of what is being talked about here. But when we think that, oh, if I just do some external things, that's going to help me. Uh, that is not true. Even we can think about Bible reading that way. We can think about Bible reading as well. If I just check the box, you know, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. A chapter a day keeps the devil away, right? And I just think that, oh, if I just read my Bible, magically temptation will go away. Uh, no, that's not right. But if we're actually thinking carefully about how to use that scripture against our temptation, we are using the weapon that the spirit gave us. If we think that just external actions are going to grow us uh, in our faith, that is not true. Uh, but fighting against temptation, now we're into the battle of what the Spirit is all about. And that's what we're going to see ultimately, even in Galatians 5, that there is a battle between the flesh and the Spirit. And we want um, to be walking in the Spirit and really being in the Word and using the Word to fight against temptation, I think is a faithful way to be sanctified in the Spirit and really to follow the example of faith that we have in the scriptures. But again, we are reminded that we are not justified by our efforts. We need a savior. Uh, as we're reminded in the book of Colossians, cursed is everyone who hung on a tree. Jesus took the curse for us. So he passed the test of temptation that we have not passed. And he took the curse for us by dying on the cross. What a great savior and what a great example we have. Now, briefly, let's look at the Old Testament, and first we'll look at 2 Kings 23, where we really see more about the revival that goes on under King Josiah, and, and we see him uh, bringing about reforms, uh, destroying uh, idols, even going to the altars uh, that Jeroboam had set up and fulfilling the prophecy that we read about quite a while ago now, uh, that these altars would be destroyed and that bones would be burned on them and, and desecrated. We see all of that fulfilled. We see Josiah restore the Passover, but it seems clear even in this chapter that although good things are happening, it's too late and judgment will eventually come. And we're even going to get a taste of that as we read Psalm 79 today, uh, a Psalm of Asap, where it talks about the nations coming into God's inheritance. They have defiled your holy temple. They have laid Jerusalem in ruins. And, and so may that even just, as we think about temptation, just bring us back to that. Well, the, the consequences of failing in, in temptation can be devastating, but we have a savior who can forgive us who can give us his perfect righteousness that we have not earned and that we have not earned and that we receive by faith. And he can also show us with his example how to overcome temptation as we continue to live this life. So I hope this encourages you today as you fight the battle today against temptation and that we would live by faith, trusting in God, using the sword of the spirit as we fight and move onward in this life together. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.